Welcome to the Power Women in Insurance Show with your host, Teresa Kitchens. Join us as we laugh, talk about hard issues, support each other, and make our industry and our world a better place. Let's go. Hey, everybody, this is Teresa, and welcome to the Power Women in Insurance podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about a topic that is near and dear to tons of people in sales and in the insurance industry, and that is specifically how to get out of a slump. So we have our guest today, Dawn James Bartley. Dawn, how are you today? I'm doing, I'm doing great. I, I'm trying to work from home and there's, I'm at home, but not a whole lot of work is being done. So <laughs> you got the whole, like, you know, the old brood at home, everybody's at home and it's right before the, for, for all the listeners out there, it's right before the 4th of July weekend. Today is a Wednesday afternoon, right before the 4th of July. So, uh, you know, we're all trying to juggle this, uh, you know, COVID stuff. We're pretty far into it, but at the same point, um, you know, it still has its challenges. So you're yep. working from home today and yep. ish. You're working ish yes. from home. <laughs> I'm just really at home today. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Too funny. Well, Don, tell us a little bit about your agency, how long you've been in business and kind of a little bit about you. Sure. So um, I have been in business for about 23 years. I joined an agency in 97. My background's not insurance. I didn't have that as a family history. I was, my background's child psych, ChemDep counseling and sign language. I worked at a ChemDep center, left there, started a business doing process serving, uh, sold that and got into property casualty insurance. Uh, I joined an agency, um, kind of outgrew it. So in 2001, kind of laid down what I needed to stay. There was no interest, so I left, started my own. And that was March of 01. So, um, sorry for the noise. <laughs> all uh, good, all good. Uh, and so uh, that's really how I started. It was just me uh, working, you know, 24 and a half hours a day um, yeah. for a long time. And in the beginning, there really wasn't a slump. There was so much excitement about being new, being fresh, doing it my way. Um, you know, it was, there was growth, there was just new stuff, and it was pretty good. I didn't have kids at the time. Um, and then I had kids and some stuff shifted. And that's really where my focus has been really the last two years is trying to shift back because I've shifted and now I don't want to be in that same spot that I've been in. So, yeah. And I think a lot of, a lot of women have that challenge. I mean, I know that, that I've had that challenge because I mean, you know, different people are different. You know, I was a single mom for a while. So I was just so focused on trying to do both for so long that the idea of just doing one has been difficult. And my youngest is 21, went to college um, three years ago. And so just looking around and going, I'm an empty nester. Now what I do, I didn't feel that umph, that passion as much because I felt like I was um, missing part of me, if that makes sense. So, I mean, I think a lot of women do struggle with that. And, and a slump can come at any time as far as like sales goes. Is It, it could be something maybe that is um, maybe culturally like right now, right? We have so many different things going on in our culture with um, with um, all the, the protests going on and with all with the presidential election coming up and with COVID and who knows what in the world 2020 will throw at us beyond that. But when you have really found yourself in those terms, and I, and I love the concept of shifting back and that, that concept that you're, initi that you're intensively doing that, what are you doing to try to be able to accomplish that? So I think 
you know, I look back on that shift and somebody had termed it a lifestyle agency. And I realized that's actually what I was. I only worked to the, I mean, I worked super hard up until I had kids. So my oldest child's 15. So I had an agency for eight years before I had a kid and I worked to support the lifestyle. So if I needed more, I worked harder differently, but I really only worked to support this lifestyle that again, I think more women than men have that challenge of children and an agency to run or grow. And so for, and I have a 10 year span between kids. So my youngest is five. So for 10 years, I really just had this lifestyle agency and it, and it, it was okay. It allowed me to do stuff at home. So my youngest is going to kindergarten. And when she started preschool, I started to realize that I now didn't need to have a lifestyle agency, but that was still how I was operating. And that didn't make me mm. happy because there was so much potential, but I couldn't find that drive again. And I didn't know why. Uh, the, the first thing I really did was, and again, I'm in an agency where I'm the only owner. So I have a great team, but it doesn't mean that I have the counterparts to talk to, to bounce things off of. And so right. the biggest thing I did, I guess there's two big things is I used to attend a lot of stuff, chamber events, whatever else. It was real easy to get off those because I had kids at home. So I was either working or at home. And I forced myself to commit to some, even though I, it's like starting off exercising. I forced myself to commit to some to get out and try to be social um, and retrain my, my brain to operate in that environment and to think the way I did all those years back. And the second was to try to network with people that were doing it better, stronger, smarter. You know, they say... I've heard, you know, it's, it's same attracts same, which is if I needed to be more driven and motivated, I needed to go find people that were driven and motivated. And that didn't necessarily mean it was even an insurance. Initially, it was really other business entrepreneurs, whether they were selling widgets or whatever. I just found very motivated, more often than not women, business owners that just had this great drive. And normally they were hitting me up for stuff. They wanted me to buy whatever their product was. And I just made a decision that these were women I wanted to connect to. Uh, right. It was like energy. And so I, I, I used their energy to, to re-energize my core, mm. try to refine that drive, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. And they do say that you are the, the conglomeration, if that's if that's the right word, they they say that you are the 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 conglomeration of the top five people that you hang around. Yep. So they say that if you're not achieving in certain arenas or certain ways, and you need to go on out and you need to find people who are gonna who are gonna encourage you and empower you to be able to be the the person that you want. And and I think that's totally. I mean, we see it we see it with our kids, right? If our kids are hanging out with people maybe that aren't necessarily good for them, we see them more maybe act up in certain ways. Well, it, if we if we transfer that conversation over, we can easily say that, you know, that that is for us as well as adults. I mean, how many of us have sat around in a group and everybody's just griping about something and all of a sudden we just walk away feeling yeah. muddy, you know? Yeah. I mean, we're just not as excited about something or maybe we'll we'll walk away and we'll we'll sit back and we'll think, "Oh, um you know, maybe, maybe I need to rethink that decision because maybe that wasn't the best decision for me. Right. But we were all about it beforehand. We are so, as a, as a culture, we're so driven, if you will, by the energy that other people bring to the table. I can totally see how that would totally shift 
kind of your mindset, your energy and your feeling about what it is that you're doing. Yep. I use an example with my kids. Uh, I get my background psych. So there's a lot of psych that goes on in my conversation with kids or at the <laughs> office or anybody. Um, and, uh, but I use an example of, uh, you know, like a bucket. Uh, and, I, and I say, you know, I have, I, I, my, my bucket is filled up with rocks. Every morning I get up and I have so many marbles, I think is what I use, marbles. And throughout the day, and sometimes it's those energy suckers uh, or difficult clients or tough times at home and all your marbles come out. So as, a, as, a, as an adult, you're taking all your marbles out to help everybody else. But ultimately you have to either put more marbles back in or you need other people in your circle to help you do that. And I think too often as a, as a working mother, we end up becoming the be all end all and we don't find ways to put marbles back. So even there are times where my kids, especially the littlest, um, will do something and she'll say, did I just put marbles in your bucket? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yes, that's so Allie, sweet. I like so, that. So they're listening. Um, so then I have to remember to use other, not use other language because they remember things. Um, but she, she listens. And so I, I've explained why sometimes I may be at home struggling because um, my bucket's empty. I have no marbles. And that applies at work. And when your bucket is empty, it's really hard to get motivated to go sell. Um, I think about something that I just did yesterday, and a lot of it's pushing myself out of my comfort zone. So about a month ago, I, I came across a woman banker in my town. I'm in Wyzetta, and, and our, our, our paths crossed briefly, and that was it. And so I chose the last week, I grabbed her email, um, I enjoyed our, our conversation. There, there seemed to be some great energy in her. And I literally sent her an email. Her name's Kathy. And I'm like, Kathy, I know, you know, we, we crossed paths about a month ago, but I'd really like to learn more about your bank. Um, I really enjoyed the brief conversation we had. I'm in Wyzetta wondering if you'd be willing to grab coffee and just chat. And she was all about it, just super excited. So we set it for yesterday. Um, and oddly enough, I ran late in my morning meeting. She was off on the time she thought it was. We crossed, we called each other back and literally said, let's go here for something faster. And we still met and it was super cool. And, and it's not my norm, it's out of my comfort zone, but I need people like her. And I heard about what she's doing in her job and how much she loves her role at her bank and the way she's connecting people in her community. And it really set my tone yesterday and today and just re-energizes my focus and my direction so and I hope I can give something back I don't want to be a taker so my goal would be to give something back to her in some way um, for the fact that she you know really shared this drive and so I'm just it's like a semi when you're behind a semi you catch that wind there's a term for it that I can't remember what it is but you spend less you know it's it's less gas money if you catch that wind is it called drafting i think so really right now because i'm trying to 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 get that pace i'm drafting behind whether it's insurance women insurance gentlemen other business mm -hmm. owners but those that have kind of pulled ahead i'm just drafting right now to to catch that energy so absolutely absolutely i love that i think and i do agree with you i think that's super Super important because that energy and then even just like sometimes they say stuff that's just like your light bulb goes off, yep. you know, and it, like you said, it doesn't even have to be your industry. I mean, it could be anything. Yep. And all of a sudden the light bulb goes off and you're like, wow, that's that's awesome. Yep. So 
So what are you doing in that way to to help your team as well to be able to kind of level up in, in that way and be able to kind of get out of that slump, either an energy slump or a, a production slump or whatever? Because you talk about yourself getting on out and doing things outside your comfort zone, even if they're baby steps. And I'm a really, really big fan of baby steps. One of my favorite terms that bugs my family to death. But one of one of my favorite terms is how do you eat an elephant one, one bite, bite at a time? At a time. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I, I love that because I, and I always say, um, um, I always say, okay, we're going to, um, it just left me. I always say, you know what, the front door is closed. Let's go find a window, you know? And, you know, and people are always like, mom, that's so stupid. But the reality is, is that, you know, just because we're looking for the front door doesn't mean the back door isn't a good way out of the situation as well, or, or whatever. There's, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Yep. You know, there's tons of different terms out there that we can use and I think sometimes part of being in a slump is that people only see one way to do something and they don't open their minds to other ways to be able to accomplish those goals. And maybe that one way doesn't set their soul on fire, yep. right? Like maybe the way that you or somebody else builds an agency is is not something that would fire my soul, but another way would be something that would fire my soul. I, you know, and I don't yep. know, but you know, and for us to be able to have those conversations and learn and to pick and choose what it is that we want, how do you inspire your team and take that energy and push it out to be able to encourage them to be able to come up? Because being an agency owner and being a leader, it's not all about us. It's about the team and it's about everybody functioning as a unit. So how do you work, reach out to be able to do that? Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. Um, well, that's a challenging question. So I'd actually probably ask, I'd, I'd ask, I'll probably go back and ask my team, do I do this or, you know, how could I do it better? And, and I think that response is probably really at the base of how I do it. Everything I do, I, I feel I'm a very collaborative approach. Everything that happens, I bring back. I talk about different meetings I had. I even shared once I went, I went to go have a meeting with somebody and I shared, and we have a small office, the the concerns and reservations and assumptions that I had about this person I was meeting with in the industry. And, but I said, I'm going to go because I always have a meeting and I always try to be willing to be open. And, and I, I walk into everything with prove, prove me, prove me wrong. I want to, I want to learn. And I came back from the meeting very impressed with this person. It was not my impression. The other times I had been in their environment. And uh, so um it, it and I so I, I guess I came back so I shared both sides of the story. I shared what my concerns were when I left, and okay, thank you. And I uh, and I shared when I came back that my opinion had very much changed. And uh, and so I'm a pretty transparent person, just in life in general. So I guess for me, I feel like I live and breathe all of this stuff with them. And I hope they catch, I hope I'm 
letting them draft behind my speed because I do recognize that sometimes I'm driving a direction that they may not be ready to catch up in so it's okay we just kind of talk about it and keep it open um, and and I kind of let them gather that energy for whatever that next piece or project is but we have a pretty open you know collaborative environment I you know I say and at the end of the day it, it is my decision but I don't pull that card very often. It really is, right, I need right. to know what's best for everybody. Occasionally, they may not see the same part of it that I do just because we are on, on different places. But the majority of the time, um, we do approach things from everybody else's perspective, so. Right, that's really important for that team environment because, you know, like you said, it, it's, you're, you're, you're fueling the space forward, you know, and even though you're drafting over here, you're leading over there. And I think it's really important that even whenever we are in those slumps that we take those little nuggets of things that we pick in certain situations and we pull them on out and yeah. we, you know, and we implement them somewhere else because our slump may be different from somebody else's idea of a slump because we may be like, you know, because I think there's that that whole leveling up thing, right? Like our leveling up is different from somebody else's leveling up. So the idea of of our growth pattern is different. So somebody else might be here and we're, we're here and we think that we might be stuck, you know, at this middle line, but that still is encouraging for somebody else. Yeah. That's still in, yeah. inspiring for somebody else. And I think really staying open and, uh, how do I put it, open and, 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 like you said, just very, very receptive yep. and, and listening to your team helps you to kind of know where they are too. And it helps you guys to be able to kind of break out and move beyond and encourage one moment at a time to be better today than you were yesterday. And, you know, um, I not think to be that, overly gitchy, yeah. <laughs> you well, know, that, but that it's always of, baby steps. That reminded me of another big part of, I think of what not only have we done as a team, but for me, that's also gotten me out of a slump is, the whole thing about getting back involved we've done stuff with um treehouse for youth i've invited my team and paid for their time to come to events um we've stuffed backpacks and there's something about giving back and i'll step back but for, for so many years between the business and the kids i felt too busy and too tired that my bucket was empty of marbles to do a whole lot of giving back some of it was more financial than it was personal, but we have gone as a team and we have helped our local restaurants during this time. We have bought stuff. We have bought stuff and dropped it off at other clients' locations. So we're supporting two. My team has picked places. Where do you want to go have lunch? Which of our clients do you want to go buy from today? So we've done what we can in, and there's been more opportunities for giving back. I spoke, a client invited me to speak to six interns they had um, from the small business, the uh, business college, um, and he asked me to come and speak. And so I did. Um, I brought him books, business related books that have been inspiring to me. But giving back that way actually feels very, those are the times where I feel like I've not drafted. I'm now pulled ahead for a bit and I'm willing to push and lead just, uh, you know, just like geese in the B formation, you know, they do drop back and they, and they share that role. So stepping up into that role is also very energizing and sharing the opportunity to step up with my team means they're, that's when they get energized as well. So we've done that together as a group. So giving back has been such a huge part of feeling empowered. 
I love that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Because I do agree with you. I do agree with you. It's, it's one of those things that, that, so what is your, what is your team's feedback whenever they do that? I mean, do you see a noticeable difference in them whenever you guys make an intentional, um, do you see like an increased energy? Are they more joyous in the office? How do you see that those things are positive for your team? I mean, absolutely. There, there is just a level of, of hap, of happiness spirit. I don't know. It's just, there's excitement and there's, there's just this positive flow that rolls for a while. Um, you know, they talk about it. They'll, people will comment on stuff and, you know, what'd you do last week? Oh, we wouldn't, you know, all of a sudden it's all back. We wouldn't pack backpacks for, you know, kids that didn't have them for school. And we did this and we did that. And, and you hear that piece and there's that, you can just tell for a moment they, they've pulled ahead and they get to share that, what they've done. And, and we've done stuff where we've submitted stuff for carriers. One time we did the SafeGo program and we ended up, I let the team help pick the nonprofit. So we had six, we narrowed it down. We did kind of almost a little cool, almost quasi contest. Um, and it was for an animal shelter. So our group, our two major employees were a big, huge part of that. And then we picked where we were and we set up a time, we did video, we, you know, did a presentation and it was super cool, but they really get to take that piece of it. And there's just a, there's a sense of accomplishment that isn't the same as writing a policy or helping a client. Um, it's that greater good bigger than who you are. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you were to, for, for another agency owner out there, or even just a sales producer, right? Um, or not just a sales, the very important sales producer, but so for somebody out there, no matter what their role is in the insurance industry, because the idea of this podcast is that it's not just for agency owners. We are in the process of interviewing as well other people who are not specifically agency owners, but who are team members in agencies and or carriers. I actually have some really cool carrier representatives that are going to be coming on soon. And um, just did a podcast last week with an amazing cyber insurance specialist, um, woman making huge strides out in the East Coast with that. And it's just so exciting to see all these women in the insurance industry growing and blooming and excelling. So what if somebody is in, in, a, in a slump emotionally, either with sales, emotionally, with their career, where they are, no matter what they are doing, what is probably, I know, and you, you probably already have covered this to some degree, but what do you feel like is the advice that you would give them the most important piece to be able to get out there and, and break free from that? I would honestly say you have to force yourself to find a small group in some capacity, whether you're going to hit up people in IAOA or, you know, women insurance or whatever, um, and, and try to, I mean, literally, uh, I laugh that I've met people and made friends by literally like, can I, can I sit with you and talk to you or whatever? Um, and, I, and I'd be definitely open for that. It's just, somebody has to, you know, initiate it. Whether you join a formal group of some kind, go to your chamber, see what you can get involved in the ambassadors mm -hmm. committee. It's people that we need to connect with that have better energy. You can't connect with that negative. If we've been in an office with somebody negative, you know that that's what drives you down. You have to find some positive group. It doesn't have to be huge, but someplace that you look forward to and that you feel better than when you arrived and use that energy literally to claw your way out of that hole. Cause I felt like that's where I was. I mean, it was a deep hole 
and it was super comfortable and but it's not what i wanted and it wasn't going to work long term so um you know it was a claw and now it's not a claw so much now it's kind of a a jaunt up the hill um but it's definitely not a marathon yet you know there's still growth to be had but it for me it's people you really need to find a small tribe one of the gals in my office calls it a tribe that we have a tribe at work and we are we are there for each other people you know that somebody said you know can i can i take an hour of your time today yes you can i absolutely will would be happy to you know share anything that i can and i have found that with others and that's been so critical so find a tribe or create a tribe doesn't have to be insurance professionals it just needs to be a tribe of people that are as excited about growth as you are i love that and and to make sure you just do one thing i mean at a time just one thing and one more thing you don't have to like create this whole spreadsheet of all this like you know pattern of where you want to be in six months and you know make it a huge issue just one one or two small things and i loved what you said too about initiating it that we don't we don't need to wait for somebody to come to us. Yep. We need to, you know, maybe make that that email, that phone call, right? Maybe that business card of somebody that we connected at some point with. And it could have been a month ago or six months yep. ago. You know, if somebody struck you as being within your energy space, that's really, really positive. Yep. I think that's a really good word is to be able to reach out and take that initiative to be able to build that, that relationship. From a psych background, the, the answer is the worst that's going to happen if you reach out is they're going to say no. Is that mm. really that bad? And how many people are really going to do that? The, the worst that's going to happen if you sent an email, if I sent an email to Kathy at the bank and I said, I'd love to, would you be willing to chat with me, sit down with coffee? I just want to meet some other, you know, women, women in, in the local area who are, you know, who I was impressed by and that are in the community. Uh, she said, you know, I'm really sorry, but that's not something I can do during the day or, you know, I'm really not interested or whatever. Okay, thank you for your time. I am not, I, I'm not dead. I'm not ill. I'm not in a hospital. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not even a high schooler on social media. I mean, what could right. be that? So at the end of the day, I, I could get declined, but instead I got an invite. And from that invite, I got a nugget. And she said, Do you know so and so? And I said, Yeah, actually, I do. She said, He is starting this thing. And I really, really, really would love it if you would connect with them. And I'm like, she's like, can I do it for you? And I'm like, I will actually make that connection myself because I know Greg. So I will reach out. So literally that little lunch created this opportunity where he's doing something within the community and he's a, he's an influencer and he's a, a very strong person in the community. So it was awesome connection. And it was because I sent an email and said, would you meet, would you meet with me? I just want to learn more about you. How awesome that is. That is very inspiring. I like that a lot. Well, Don, if people want to reach out to you and talk a little bit more, maybe about your journey in either owning an agency or being able to overcome adversity and overcome some of these slumps, how would somebody reach on out to you? Yeah, well, so uh, I can give you an email and a phone number. I'd even I'd even offer up. I have I use Slack a lot. If there's a couple people out there that really want to like create a Slack channel, I will absolutely create one. Um, come up with a great name because I'm not a creative person. So give me a great name, but I'll create one. Um, and I'm happy to do that. So I, I can reach my email at work is just Dawn, D-A-W-N at M-N agent, M-N from Minnesota agent.com. My office numbers, uh, 952-930-3661. And I really am open. I've been so blessed to have so many people help me in the last several years um, that if I can, you know, even just 
be a, a leaning post for somebody who needs to rest as they move on this journey, I'm, I, I'd be available, so. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dawn. Everybody, this is the Power of Women in Insurance podcast talking today about getting out of a slump, being able to connect with the energy around you with other people, choosing the right energy, as well as passing that energy along and taking some of that sometimes and just resting in it and letting it grow. So this has been awesome. Dawn, thank you so much for your time today. I really, really appreciate you. Well, thanks. Everybody, make sure that you do subscribe to the podcast because there are other interviews with other powerful women in the insurance space. And uh, please make sure that you continue listening and we will see you next time. Everybody have a great day. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.